Welcome back to another episode of The Mental Breakdown, where the mental meets the physical. I'm your host, Jack Coco. I'm so glad that you could join us today. I have with me Rachel Bonatonibus and Lisa Higgins, two former Georgia Tech student athletes who have been investigating the ongoing dilemma of student athlete mental health on their college campus. Hi, Rachel and Lisa. Hi, Jack. It's so good to be here. Thanks for having us. Of course. Anytime. As a college athlete myself, this issue is near and dear to my heart. When you think of student athletes, you think about football, baseball, and basketball stars on ESPN. Not much else. You don't get to see what goes on through their daily lives. The full course load, physical exhaustion, traveling from place to place, and practicing minimum of five hours a day, come on, that's just relentless. Sure is, Jack. That's why we're here to shed a little more light on the subject and just how serious it truly is. All right, y'all, let's talk some stats. To start, according to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, college-age students are the most likely to develop depression amongst all other age groups. College athletes with all of their added pressures are even more at risk. One study discovered that athletes over a 12-month period were more likely to seek professional help for their mental health. Additionally, researchers at Drexel University also found that nearly 25% of collegiate athletes have reported clinically relevant levels of depressive symptoms. Wow, that is alarming. I reached out to the psychiatrist on staff at our athletic facility and asked for her to come on this podcast. To my surprise, she had left the school and no one was currently employed. I couldn't imagine being a part of that 25% who need help but don't have access to it. Come on, that's outrageous. I know, Jack. There's no one currently employed by Georgia Tech and it's unacceptable. Furthermore, the prevalence of suicide attempts in college-age students is five times higher than any other age group. It is the third leading cause of death in the NCAA. We are arguably the group who needs these resources the most. For sure. In preparation for you guys coming on this podcast, I tried to look up some information on student-athlete mental health specifically. Now let me tell you, there isn't a whole lot out there. How have you been able to find information and recognize this as a major problem? Yeah, so we actually conducted our own survey. We got about 50 student-athletes that we knew, and we asked them a few basic questions. About 60 of the respondents were male and 40% were female. We had mostly fourth year students respond to the survey, but we had good representation from all the classes. So one of the first questions we asked them was what impacts your mental health the most? We gave them a few options and asked them to rank them in order. The first choice was lack of sleep, followed by difficulty of classes and then physical demand of sport. We then gave the student athletes a scale of zero to 100 and asked them to rate the following statements. The first one being, my coach cares about my mental health and how it affects me off the field. The average rating for that was 55 out of 100. We then asked, my coach cares about my mental health and how it affects me on the field. And the average rating for that was 71 out of 100. This speaks to the way that student athletes feel about how their coaches care about their mental health on the field as opposed to off the field. And we found a similar thing to be true when we conducted the interviews as well as read publications. So then we decided to switch gears and see how the student athlete population felt about mental health resources at Georgia Tech specifically. We asked a very basic question, just do you know how to access mental health resources at the Athletic Association? And an overwhelming 40% of student athletes didn't even know how to access these resources. And lastly, we asked, are there any improvements you feel that could be made to the AA or NCAA to improve the overall mental health of the student athlete population? And we got a few pretty good responses that we're gonna read for you now. The first response was the NCAA needs to focus more so on the well-being of student athletes than profiting off of them. 
The NCAA is a very poorly run capitalistic organization that looks solely to make money off of the performance of collegiate athletes regardless of their own health and well-being and or other career aspirations. And another response was, the NCAA does not care about the mental health of their student athletes. These young men and women are what make the NCAA run, yet all they are to the organization is a means to an end. The NCAA takes action only when a problem becomes public, and a problem will only become public if it is in regard to the major sports and athletes that are already in the limelight. The NCAA needs to at least come across to its athletes as though it cares. Obviously, there needs to be some changes made in the Georgia Tech community. Is this a major problem at other universities as well? Yes, it is widespread. Just down the road even at Georgia Southern, a first-year football player committed suicide a month ago. Though his coaches and teammates say Jordan did not voice his struggles, I ask, would it have made a difference? I don't know, Rachel. In the case of Madison Holleran of UPenn, she was open and honest about her difficulties adjusting to college life and athletics. She received an initial consultation with a therapist, but not much else. She committed suicide a few days after returning to campus in the spring. These aren't random occurrences. The general population just doesn't hear about athletes' mental struggles until it's too late. Madison and Jordan chose to end their lives. Many others who are not visible to the public eye choose to end their athletic careers. At Brown University, another rigorous academic institution with competitive athletics, nearly 80% of student athletes quit before their senior year. I actually interviewed a former softball player who quit after her sophomore year. I also talked to a current softball player in her senior year to gain further insight on how Georgia Tech's student athletes view mental health and services available through the Athletic Association. I have some tape on a few interviews you two conducted on some softball players at Georgia Tech. Do you mind if we take a quick listen? Yes, of course. So first we interviewed Allie Brandvold. She's an ex-softball player. She quit after her sophomore year. She's currently a fourth year material science and engineering student. So we asked both respondents the same questions, but she gave a really good answer to one of our first ones. So let's take a listen. How important do you believe mental health is to your sport? Um, I believe mental health is very important to softball specifically because it's a sport of failure. Um, you can see this with baseball, you can see this with football, any of the sports, but softball in particular, you're expected to succeed about 30% of the time, um, which can be crippling if you're expecting to do well 100% of the time, or especially if you're a perfectionist. So if you always reach for those higher goals, it can be hard um, to attain them, and it can be frustrating, very puzzling. Um, as a player, and as you're trying to receive feedback from a coach as well, um, and you can kind of find yourself dug into a hole if you're not careful. So next up, we have Isabella Manny, a fourth-year current softball player studying business administration and supply chain management. Like I said before, we asked the respondents the same questions, but Belle's interview took a different turn when we realized that she had visited the sports psychiatrist in her sophomore year. We asked her questions pertaining to that, and these were her responses. Okay, so Belle, did you ever use the sports psychiatrist at the AA? Um, yeah, I did, actually. Um, my sophomore fall, I worked with Georgia Tech's sports psychiatrist. Okay, cool. And um, do you feel like those meetings were more applicable to your everyday life or to your softball career? I would definitely say it was more applicable to my softball career. Um, while I wish I could say otherwise, and while the meetings were definitely helpful, um, I definitely think that they were focused on how to get me back on the field and doing my best versus how to deal with any issues I was having in my everyday life. So I definitely think that the meetings were focused more athletically and I think even now I think I would have an issue translating what I learned from those into my everyday life. 
Finally, after interviewing both participants, we realized they had similar answers to one specific question. So let's have a listen to that now. What do you think is valued more, your mental health and how it affected your on-field performance or your mental health and how it affected your off-the-field performance? I definitely think coaches pay attention more so to your on-field mental health, um, specifically because it pertains to their job. If you don't win, they don't have a job. Um, and you know, as long as they're making money, they're happy. And personally speaking with my academic career and like going through engineering, um, they didn't really care what time I went to bed or what time I woke up. They cared if I showed up to practice with a lot of energy every day. Um, I think it's definitely valued more on how your mental health affects you on the field. Um, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that like our coaches and the people who work for the NCAA, um, this is a job to them. And if we don't perform well, that reflects poorly on them. So it's definitely seen more as if it affects you on the field, it's a problem. But if it's off the field, it's kind of swept under the rug. It's not a big deal. So it seems to be a common theme that student athletes regard the NCAA as a large corporation. However, as a large corporation, you would expect them to treat the student athletes with the same respect as employees. But time and time again, we see that they do not have adequate resources available to them on a day-to-day -day basis. We want to thank Ali and Belle for being so open and honest about such a sensitive topic. It really brings to life all the issues we raised earlier in this podcast. Wow, that was really insightful. When I invited you on this podcast, I initially thought this issue of student-athlete mental health was unique to Georgia Tech students due to its rigorous academics and Power 5 athletics. I didn't realize this issue was so consistent across the entire NCAA. That's why we're here to spread awareness, and we appreciate the opportunity to do so. Thanks for having us. It was a lot of fun. All right, guys. Thanks for giving us the mental breakdown. And now let's tackle this issue. Tune in next week as we talk about depression amongst house pets. What more can you do for your dog?